He's going to be doing like a Pepsi commercial. I can't stop smiling <laughs> right now. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. We are recapping The Bachelor from Miami here, clearly. Yeah. Different background. Hot Miami. Hot. Actually, very temperate. It's a perfect temperature. It is nice. Do we have any housekeeping to address before we get started? I do not believe we do. I think you're right. And shall we get going? Let's do it. Okay. All right. So hometown week, Andy. Hometown, officially, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We sure can. Overall thoughts on this episode? Um, It was fine. I mean, to be honest, we're never going to top Joe's dad on the hometown. <laughs> so everything else is just... <laughs> whatever true. for what it's worth i really enjoyed this episode oh that's nice yeah you didn't know that i don't tell andy this stuff beforehand i actually to be perfectly oh, honest I, I actually <laughs> i also experienced enjoyment <laughs> sometimes you remind me of a little kid like you will a certain opinion and i'll be like i disagree you're like i agree with you <laughs> i have very flimsy opinions at times well, only but about i always this have show. an opinion only about this that's true yeah yeah i'm torn because part of me is like stop doing this and the other part is like you know what this isn't that bad <laughs> part of you is like stop doing this like recapping altogether. stop watching the show yeah like, there's a part of me like a primordial center yeah it's like would well, stop this i this must stop and then a part of me is like no but but it's it's, it's nice you know what i've had that little voice saying that to me for the last seven years <laughs> <laughs> So for what it's worth, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was quite feel good. It was. And it had laughs, but the laughs were not at anyone's expense usually. No, no meanness. No. No dissing. No ridiculous drama. Yeah. Just and there like was a real bit of stuff. drama. Yeah, there was a bit of drama, but it wasn't, not I really. thought, in, in poor taste. No, it was like just sort of light. It was light drama. Yeah. It's like lifetime drama. <laughs> As if the drama on the show is anything more than lifetime <laughs> drama. It's like the godfather. <laughs> Okay, let's get going. So we'll first start off with Susie's hometown. Mm -hmm. And this is in Pocosin, Virginia. I hope I'm saying that right. How do you spell it? P-O-Q-U-O-S-O-N. Pocosin. Pocosin. I'm going to go with Pocosin. (laughs) And we have to first mention that they're actually in the ladies' hometowns. Yeah, this is this is the first time. This is a big deal. Yeah, since you've been recapping, this is the first time they have yeah. gotten on a plane and flown to the home yep. belonging to whatever contestant. That's kind of a big deal. I, I Again, I always like to stop and make a point that everyone gets super used to things being okay again. Yes. But we have to take stock. We do. We have to, every time something like this happens, you have to be like, there was a dark time and now there is light. There was a dark time where people had to make believe that they had hometowns <laughs> on some hotel yes, resort. By far the worst part of the pandemic. <laughs> so Clayton, there's a voiceover of his heading into the state where he says, it could be very well that I've begun to fall in love. It's incredible. <laughs> you know, what they, on this show, they talk about love as if it's like passing a kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> like We're getting there. It's so true. It's really, they really talk about it like it's this tangible thing, like this achievement. Yeah. It's, it's like trying, there's something in a tube mm-hmm. and it's slowly being pushed out <laughs> yeah. and eventually it will exit. That's what it is. It's not going back. 
There is a lot of that in this episode, I have to say, because heading into the States, Susie says, Clayton's a man I'm falling in love with. And after today and seeing how he is here in Virginia and how he is with my family, like, I feel like if everything goes well, we'll be one step closer to truly being in love. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Uh, nope. Almost though. Almost. Almost there. Almost yeah. there. I think you need one Oof. more date. One more yeah, date and then you're there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's <all>. really close. <laughs> so Susie takes him to a jujitsu school yes. and in her voiceover, Susie reveals that she began studying jujitsu in Japan and it really changed her life because it really helped her with her struggles with body image and it made her really see her body as a weapon. I thought this was wonderful it was great this made me so happy what a beautiful idea yeah good date yeah it was a good date it turns out there's a move in jujitsu called shrimping and clayton's all i'm sorry what (laughs) that was pretty good it was great i loved how they acknowledged this and were able to poke fun at it and clayton says he cannot escape the shrimp Susie jokes that the day was about finding out whether or not Clayton likes being choked, and it turns out that he does. Lots to unpack there, <laughs> yeah. but not for now. So, ugh, sorry, I have a bug bite. That's the thing about Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, our plane landed and I got promptly right bit. Away. Yep. That's, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so they sit and chat, and Susie says she was nervous for Clayton to join her there because she thinks she's different from the town she's from. Mm-hmm. And she reveals she spent a lot of her life trying to get out of her town. And then her dad got sick, and it made her realize she's meant to be there. She opens up about her dad and says it scares her to think he wouldn't be around to walk her down the aisle because he has set the standard for what a man should be. Clayton answers perfectly, of course, and says that he cannot wait to meet him. And so in the evening, they are meeting Susie's mom, Jean, her dad, Tom, her sister, Barbara, and her best friend, Lauren. And Susie says she's not worried about her parents not embracing Clayton. I had to point this out Mm. because this is a solid double negative, Susie. strong. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Charlene approved. Mm -hmm. Not to speak in the third person. It's okay. I approve. You can do that. Her family seems absolutely lovely, by the way. Yeah. Nothing annoying or weird. The apple weird. does not fall far from the tree. Right? Mm-hmm. Susie is not, she doesn't do anything wrong. Seemingly. Yeah. Clayton, re- <laughs> seemingly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Clayton reveals to them that after their first one-on-one, it felt like they'd been dating for over a year because they're so connected. Mm-hmm. So Susie chats with her dad now and she asks him how his health is. He says he has an MRI the next day and says that he's expecting good results. She says he's the gold standard of what she expects in a man and a partner. And he's touched by this and says, thank you. And she says she thinks that's why she's been so tough on partners in past relationships. She says she believes what Clayton has shown her so far, but if he isn't what she believes him to be, she knows she won't stand for it. So obviously this is lovely. Mm -hmm. What I think we learned about Susie in her hometown, and we're not through it yet, but is that she has a lot of self-esteem and a lot of her not being shacked up with someone is because she just has really high standards and I love this because you don't always get this. In, in fact, we're often fed that the contestant is desperate. I think it's foreshadowing for her self-elimination, to be honest, because I think she will not stand, based on this said self-esteem, for the multiple um, trysts <laughs> that will be occurring over okay. the next couple of episodes, which has been previewed. I'm not just, you know, obviously yeah. everyone knows that. So you think Susie self-eliminates? 
I do. I'm torn. I'm not going to I'm not going to build my castle on this land. Okay. But I will say that there is a good chance based on what you just pointed out, her self-esteem, that she will not tolerate this. Mm. Okay. But, but it's very possible he just picks Rachel and she goes home. Either and way, becomes bachelorette. Either way, I really look forward to her bachelorette season. Yeah. It's going to be delightful. <laughs> So Clayton now chats with Susie's dad, uh, Tom. He says that he was really sick the previous year, and on one of the worst nights, Susie slept next to his bed and would not leave his side this is all night. Cute and yes, delightful. very sweet. He wants to make sh- <laughs> sweet and delightful. Is it is delightful? Is not the right word. No, it's sweet and and touching. Touching. That's good. 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 Yeah. He wants to make sure Clayton knows how special Susie is. Clayton mm-hmm. says he does. Mm-hmm. And he cannot believe that someone hasn't nabbed her yet. <laughs> Clayton says he hasn't been able to find a yellow flag in Susie. Mm-hmm. And Tom says that she sets an example for all of them all the time, how nice and what a good person she is. And he says he thinks Clayton's a good guy. But above all, he knows Susie would know if he's a bad guy or not. And so he defers to her judgment. Absolutely love this. Good parenting. Right? Yeah. Let them make their own decisions in life. Yeah. Unless those decisions like flagrantly uh, go against the law of the land. Yeah. I think you should just let them be. Yeah. Or if they have a history of having poor judgment. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> there are a lot of ifs. But generally speaking, if your daughter's Susie, let her do what she wants to yeah. do. <laughs> so Tom says, if Susie loves you, we'll love you. Mm-hmm. So Clayton chats with her mom, Jean, now. And Jean asks if he's in love with Susie. And he says he's been guarding himself. And there are still other relationships. But when he looks at Susie, he knows there's no question in his mind that he'll get there. Could you imagine if this is like a regular non-bachelor meeting of parents? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, you're meeting the parents. like, oh, wow, this is great. Yeah, it's great to meet you. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of other girls that I'm still thinking about. But your daughter is is pretty good. Pretty good. That was very Larry David. Oh, really? Yes. I can't help it. I do respect that Clayton is resisting saying that he is falling in love with every single girl there yeah. to the parents. Because I think there's probably a strong temptation to tell the parents what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's basically hedging himself. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm a good guy. Yeah. Like you could say, look, I'm a good guy. Yeah. And I really do, really, I'm fond of your daughter. Yeah. But I'm in this situation. So bear with me. It's th- very smart. Yeah. I think he's doing it really right. Yeah. It because has- a lot of people have gone in and been like, your daughter, that's it. Is This yeah, is the one. I'm, f- I'm done. I'm going to get married. Well, a and few they say that to everybody. Yeah. A few bachelors have said that they were falling in love with all that's- four Clayton, he's a smart guy. He's not dumb. And also he, I think, has seen this show before. It's almost like he sees the traps. At least here. Isn't it hilarious that he (laughs) was like... Not all the time. (laughs) Okay, so now Susie chats with her mom and she reveals she thinks she could marry this man. But it's scary because she thinks he's the kind of guy who could break her heart. Her mom reveals that Clayton did not say he was in love with her, but he could see himself getting there. I love that the mother promptly reported back to her. It's cute. She tells Susie to, quote, proceed with caution. And Susie says in her ITM that she'll keep that in the back of her head. They chat outside, ask each other not to forget about each other (laughs) and make out. And overall, a very seamless hometown. Oh, yeah. One of the cleanest I've ever seen. Yeah. It doesn't get any more easy than that. Even the tiniest speed bump. Nope. 
All right. So next up, we have Gabby's hometown in Denver, Colorado. She meets Clayton in the Rocky Mountains. Gabby in her ITM says Denver is where she became a nurse and was a Denver Broncos cheerleader for five years. And it's where she has done the most growth and came into her own. So I don't get the impression she was born and raised there. That it's certainly home. So they prepare to go hiking and discuss what you would do depending on what bear you run into. Mm-hmm. Turns out if you see a black bear, you should scream at it and be all big. While with a grizzly, you should play dead. I, you know, I was listening very carefully to this because I always, I, I'm always confused about what to do if a bear. You're always appears. confused about that. Always, every day I think about <laughs> something this. you think about often. One day this bear is going to show up. You got to know what to do. Yeah, right. In Central Park. But I, I didn't, I thought with all bears, you just stand up tall and, and, and act scary. Apparently a grizzly, you play dead. That's interesting because I've, I, I believe that in the, the, the movie, The Revenant with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh-huh. he did play dead for a grizzly and the grizzly basically almost killed him. Or maybe I'm getting that wrong. Are you sure it was a grizzly? I feel like a grizzly. This is what would happen. I, I, I thought I actually I spaced out for like two minutes after this scene, thinking about playing dead for a grizzly. Okay. Like I actually envisioned myself doing it. Okay. And I pictured I I go down, I get into the field position, I play dead, and the grizzly. I know what's going to happen. He's going to come over. He's going to lumber over. A grizzly lumbers. <laughs> if anything lumbers, it's a grizzly. He's going to come over. He's going to start sniffing with that heavy, like that powerful, like, a, you know, where yeah, like yeah. The, it's like wind. On you. It's like a heavy sniff. Yeah. He's like, and he's going to take his big ass claw, yeah. just like four inch long nails. And he's going to kind of go, he's going to hit me. I pictured this whole thing. I envisioned everything. He's going to hit me. And he's going to realize I'm not dead. And he's just going to eat my head. That's <laughs> what I pictured. He's just like. Yeah, he's just going to start eating me like a, like a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> so I, I don't buy that. I say just either run like crazy or act terrifying. That's your last stand. Oh. Yeah, playing dead is, is an easy. That's just no. I don't know. I Clayton strikes me as more outdoorsy than you. And I feel like he knows what he's talking about. Well, this is what I will say. If between the two of us, if one of us should play dead, it's definitely me. Because I think Clayton is is going to be a lot more intimidating to a grizzly bear than me. So Gabby says, how do you know that? And he responds, can't you tell I'm Mr. Outdoorsy? I love their little exchanges. There's such a playfulness to their conversation. Mm-hmm. But this conversation also left me wanting more Clayton as these little moments of yeah. Clayton's always do. Yeah, yeah. Because it made me realize we still don't know much about him. We really don't. But we are learning that he's not dumb. He's... No, he's certainly not. I actually think he's got a he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah. And apparently now we know that he's outdoorsy and knows what to do depending on what bear you encounter. Yeah. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know if I trust I love how you're trying to poke holes in his outdoorsiness. No. Well, put it this way. If I'm in the woods and a grizzly bear rears up in front of me, I'm not going to feel comfortable thinking, what did I learn on The Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> what did they say on The Bachelor? Okay, so Clayton in his ITM says that every time they're together, their relationship skyrockets. Mm -hmm. And Andy, you said about Gabby here, she has a very impressive skill of seeming ditzy, but being very much not. Yeah. I mean, I I 
I think very few people can do that. I don't know if it's intentional or if that's just the way she is. I th- I've known a few women who have this ability to seem kind of ditzy and they're really smart. Yeah. And it's usually paired with humor, actually. Yeah. They tend to be very funny and they almost use it. Yeah. They wield it as like for comedic timing, basically. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that they use it knowing they'll be underestimated in life. Yeah. And it's almost like a, it's like a tool to outsmart people. <laughs> oh, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's like a decoy. It's like a, it's like an animal that, that has the, the yellow, red and black coloring, but isn't poisonous. Wait, is that a thing? It's a, definitely a thing. Oh my God. Are you right now trying to prove how outdoorsy you are? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yellow, black and what? Yellow, black and red is a general, it's a universal for whatever reason, nature has said those colors Wait, don't, don't all together with. or just one? All together. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that every single thing on earth that's poisonous has those colors, but if you see those, it's a bad scene. Okay. And there are many animals, many, probably thousands of species that mimic that. Uh-huh. Anywhere from insects to reptiles, frogs, that mimic those colors. Okay. To, to, so other animals are like, I'm, I'm not messing with that. Do you actually know what you're talking about? I right 100% now? know what I'm okay. talking about. Okay. It's possible I'm getting the colors wrong. I think it's red, yellow, and black. It might be red, yellow, and green. Green huh. might be in there. But I know it's red and yellow. I know those are two of them. Okay. That suggests then that most animals are not colorblind and that they... Oh. instinctually see those colors and know to stay away. Oh, I think most animals are very keen on color. I think some insects are colorblind and I think dogs are colorblind. Mm. No, I'm really, now I'm, <laughs> I'm showing a depth of knowledge about <laughs> animals and colors. How did we get onto this? It was about ditziness being wielded because as a weapon. It's like camouflage. She's camouflaging uh, her intelligence with ditziness. Wow. Wow. That was a stretch, but good job. We got to the end. Yeah. I didn't think we would make it. <laughs> Okay, so they go for a hike and come upon a hot tub. <laughs> Do they play dead in front of the hot tub or <laughs> scare it? <laughs> I love the knowingness around this. She's yeah. like, a hot tub. He's like, I love hot tubs. They're like winking at the camera. In Definitely. fact, I think that's what I liked about a lot of the hometowns this week was there was a sense of knowing, yeah, yeah, of, a, yeah, yeah. of being aware that this is a very bachelory trope item to have in the middle of the forest, this hot tub. I, a lot of this is being driven by Clayton too, very subtly. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So <laughs> Gabby, as the camera pans up her body in a bikini, just, we have a voice over her of her saying, I'm just excited to show off my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I was good stuff. I think the editors are just having fun. I, I have to assume. I have to give credit there. Yeah. I have to. Credit is being given, editors. So they sit in a hot tub and discuss her hometown, and she reveals her dad's longtime girlfriend was recently diagnosed with cancer, so he will not be there because Mm -hmm. of COVID. Very sad. Gabby, in her ITM, says she hopes she still manages to get feedback because normally her dad is the one she would turn to for that. So, Andy, with all this travel that we're doing, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot, there's a lot of fluctuating uh, climates. Yeah. And... We all know that wreaks havoc on your skin. You need creams. Of, <laughs> a variety of uses. Yes. We all need our creams. And that's why I love Apostrophe. In case you are new around here, Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that provides topical and oral treatments for your skin. So whether your concerns are aging or acne or bacne, busne, and wait, bacne, buttony, and 
Chesney? Wait, Chesney. What? Chesney? Yeah. I said Bustney. <laughs> Bustney? Bustney? I mean, that's... Technically, it's not wrong. Absolutely, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So regardless of your concerns... I've got knee-knee. <laughs> I've got a knee-knee right now. <laughs> so what makes apostrophe so great is you get your photos and concerns evaluated by a board-certified dermatologist. Mm -hmm. You don't have to leave the house? That's a big part of this. Money, time, hassle. Mm. <laughs> we have a special deal for our audience, the Shandies. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider when you go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and use code Shandy. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click begin visit. Then use our code Shandy at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. $5. Oof. $5. You can't get anything for $5. You get a board certified dermatologist to look at your photos and your information for $5. I don't I feel like people need to let that sink in. I mean it's almost a, it's almost like a joke. That's a p o s t r o p h e .com/shandy and use that code shandy to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only $5 and we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. So Charlene, we have a relationship podcast. <laughs> yes. And on said relationship podcast, we field a lot of questions about relationships. Yes. And as much as we may give Good answers or entertaining answers. Or amazing advice. Yes, of course. We are not professionals. Yes. So if you need a professional or if you would like to speak to a professional, mm -hmm. I find one of the best resources is Talkspace. Yes. I feel like lately when we talk about therapy, a lot of it is around mental health mm -hmm. and your personal issues, but we don't talk enough about how couples issues can come into it, our relationship issues. Yeah. And what I love about Talkspace is not only is there traditional therapy, but there's also couples therapy that they provide, mm -hmm. which is a fantastic mm -hmm. yep. resource for some couples out there. And they also provide asynchronous messaging and also live video sessions. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to necessarily go in person. We're big believers in therapy over here at Dear Shandy. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think everyone can benefit from therapy and Talkspace just really makes it more accessible than ever. And I must also add that their encryption and security features keep your conversation fully protected, which mm -hmm. is always a concern. Yeah. When you're doing anything digital, mm -hmm. especially anything mental health. Yep. So join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier and healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off, a whopping 100 bucks off your first month when you use promo code Shandy at sign up. So get $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code Shandy. Okay, so now it's the evening and they meet Gabby's grandfather, John, her aunt, Julie, her uncle, Rich, and her cousin, Kira, turns out they all came from out of town for this. Nice. They talk about Gabby's limo exit with the pillow with Clayton's face on it. Her grandpa has the best reaction. He's oh, got yeah. the best laugh. He's a good Italian grandpa. Good sense of humor. Is he Italian? Yeah. How do you know? Didn't they mention that? That was Rachel's family. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a good fill-in-the-blank sense of humor. <laughs> he's got a great sense of humor, yeah, he's got period. he's got a good sense of humor. That's 
He's just got such a great laugh. He loves this joke. Mm -hmm. Clayton now chats with Grandpa John and Grandpa John advises them to not be in a hurry. Grandpa John is really relishing his TV time oh, here. Oh, right? He yeah. is. He looked forward to this. He's he's in his element. He's totally relaxed. He, he nails it. You can really see where Gabby gets her sense of humor, or at least yeah, some of it. definitely. And you're right. He's such a natural. Like, yep. I, I wanted to see more of him. Whenever there was a scene with him, I was like, more Grandpa John, I want to see a spinoff of him and Joe's dad. <laughs> Just doing anything. I don't care. Someone who is so comfortable in that setting yeah. and someone who's so not. Yeah. Joe's dad is a star, though. Oh. He's a sidekick. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Actually, I just want to see Joe's dad. <laughs> this guy could be a guest on an episode. <laughs> Gabby chats with the other three now, so her uncle and aunt and cousin, and her uncle says he's happy they haven't rushed into the L word yet. And it's established that Gabby can truly be herself with Clayton. Mm -hmm. And Gabby now chats with her grandfather. She asks what he thinks of him, and he says, I think he's full of shit. <laughs> Great. She laughs really hard here and he jokes, anyone who could like you is obviously full of crap. So cute. Yeah. Gentle ribbing. Gentle ribbing. There's so much affection between them. Mm -hmm. You know that there's true love between you when you can say something like that. And it's, it's obviously it's a such joke. a funny thing. I like to deconstruct human behavior. Yeah. And I always wonder like what's funny about things that are funny. Yeah. And it's funny because you so obviously don't mean that. Yeah. That's why it's funny. Yes. Am I saying something that everyone knows? Maybe not. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think so. Yeah. But, but I, thank you for deconstructing it anyway. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> that makes me think of those meals when you go to a fancy restaurant, and you get like the deconstructed Caesar salad and you're like. Yeah, I'd like I, it constructed. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I prefer I, constructed. I paid for a constructed <laughs> salad. Please construct. Re-deconstruct. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you needed to deconstruct yeah, that joke, but I, thank you. <laughs> it's okay. I go into the grocery store. What? No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and take two. Okay, so we learn that her grandmother, so John's wife, has passed, but he still wears his ring and says, I thought about taking it off, but then thought, why would I want to do that? Aww. This is the sweetest conversation. There's yeah. so much affection here. Yeah. And as they're about to wrap this hometown, Gabby says she really wishes her dad could be there. And her aunt assures her that he really did want to be. And then we hear honking outside. What could that be? Who knows? Maybe, is it Domino's? They, they may have ordered Domino's. <laughs> so it turns out her dad is outside in the car and in a Love Actually-esque moment, he mm -hmm. comes out with these big cards with a message. It's a, <laughs> he's literally 20 feet away from her with cards. It's like, I not strong enough to reach. He got whatever Rachel has. Yeah. Uh, he calls her in writing the, the most beautiful, intelligent, loving, and caring daughter and the glue of their family and says to tell, well, not says, he writes <laughs> to tell Clayton, hello, and he hopes to meet him soon. I'm not really sure why they couldn't speak just loudly to each other. This is pretty dumb. It, it was dumb, but cute. It was cute. It was a tear-jerking Mainly moment. cute, but also dumb. Yeah. It they, was 80% cute, 20% dumb. What they should have done is had him park further away. The distance was the issue. <laughs> 
<laughs> he wasn't card distance. Well, also in Love Actually, the guy's right on the stoop, but the whole thing is that he's basically professing his love to her and her boyfriend or fiance or whatever, or, or husband, I don't remember. Yeah. Kieran Knightley's partner is inside the house. And right. so that's why he's silent right. when but professing his no, love to her. There was no purpose for no, the silence. No, <laughs> This is a fail, but also delightfully cute. Very cute. She was sobbing. Yeah. She was so moved. It was very touching. We also have to talk about the fact that Clayton, A, most certainly knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. And B, I thought very classily, stayed indoors for this. Did you notice this? Yeah, it wasn't his time. Yeah, it It wasn't. It wasn't his place. He just let her have her moment. Yes. Clayton, I tell you something about Clayton. Clayton's a true gentleman. He He knows how to behave. And you know, it's funny. I feel like you can't really win because either you shit on Clayton and people are like, you're too hard on Clayton. Or you're like, actually, I kind of like Clayton. And people are like, what? How can you like him? The lesson there is just speak your mind. Don't worry about what people think. Yeah. And I guess my mind is saying that I like Clayton. I have nothing against him. What's there to not like about Clayton? I'm sorry that the, the, the franchise chose potentially poorly in their bachelor. That's not Clayton's fault. No, it's not. And everyone, 99.999% of people would have taken the opportunity as of he course. did. Of course. Like, oh, but Clayton's such a terrible, they're like, here's a bunch of money and instant fame. Like, no, no, no. I think there's a better bachelor out there than me. Anyway, yeah, so I thought it was a classy move. I don't know whether this was his decision or not, but he stayed inside and only emerged as the car was driving away, and then he hugged her or whatever. It was clear he knew this was coming, and it was clear he was aware that it had nothing to do with him. Yep. So as they chat outside the house now, Andy, you said, I hate to say it, but he's phoning this thing in in the most gentlemanly way he could. (laughs) So can you explain? I think that... Clayton is not picking Gabby. Okay. I not only think that Clayton is not picking Gabby, I think that Gabby's going home next week. No big spoiler there. Stop spoiling our own predictions, Andy. This is not a big spoiler. (laughs) I do think that he really likes Gabby, but you don't get that like animalistic attraction. I think that Gabby is going to become the, um, what's his name? Andrew S. No, the other guy, the friend of uh, Michelle, the guy. Who's oh, Rodney. Rodney. Ah. Gabby okay. is going to become the Rodney of Michelle. Okay, season. so they'll be friends for life. Friends. Yeah. They are going to be friends for a long time. Well, not for life. Rodney's <laughs> friends with Michelle for life. Gabby, it's like three years, and it slowly fades to like once every like two Christmases. She says hi, but but still friends. Yep. No, I don't disagree with that actually. Yeah. So Gabby here says, I definitely feel like I'm falling in love with you. And Clayton says, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's really growing on me. He really, first of all, resists saying it back because he doesn't. He can't. Yeah. I, I, but, you know, a lot of bachelors have done this. Mm-hmm. Usually bachelors, not bachelorettes, interestingly. Mm-hmm. But I just love that there it is. Like, <laughs> he, there was, there's something very meta about it because no. it is on schedule, on a hometown. After you step outside of the house, after you talk to the family, you're on the stoop. It's just you see it every single season where the contestant's like, I think I'm falling in love with you. I'm officially in love with you. There's some variation on that. And I love how he's like, there it is. Got it. He saw the stone pass right into the toilet. And he's like, (laughs) there it is. 
Okay, so Andy, you said, I think Clayton really likes being told he's being fallen in love with. There's no doubt. The guy loves it. He relishes it. He delights in it. Well, he smiles really big, but part of me thinks, what else do you say? If you don't actually feel the same way, which we both believe he doesn't feel about Gabby. If oh, a that's guy, a great point. Yeah, it's well, such an awkward thing. Like, what are you going to be like? Nice. Yeah, you're supposed to seem elated because it seems rude if you don't seem elated. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So what's the perfect way to respond to that if you know that you're in heavy like, but you're not in love? What's the perfect way to respond to that? Let me see. Okay, ready? I'm, Char- I'm going to... Oh. Um, you're Clayton. Okay. Yeah. Um, Charlene, I, um, I, think, I think I'm in love with you. I can't stop smiling right now. Oh, that's such bullshit. (laughs) I would be so upset if you said that. Oh, really? No, you didn't act it well. You didn't believe it. Let's do it one more time. You didn't believe that. You were acting. Well, I I was being Clayton. I was saying what Clayton said. This is very tough. You have to act within acting within acting. (laughs) I'm not good enough for this. You can do this. You can do this. Let's do it one more time. I I act on a stage, Andy. It's not camera acting. (laughs) This is not this is film. A, we're going to try it one more time. Okay. This is a challenge. You have to make me believe it, but it's meta. It's you're, you're literally in its inception level okay. acting. Okay. So Charlene, I, I, I think that I can finally say that I think I'm in love with you. Really? Yeah. That's so sweet. I'm so touched. I believed that. <laughs> That was very good. <laughs> Look, I even a tear is coming. You really almost cried. Yes. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I regret doing this. <laughs> Who did I marry? <laughs> I'm so deceptive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on Impressive. to, <laughs> to Serene's hometown in Oklahoma City. Serene takes him to River Sport Adventures where they have a high, (laughs) I wrote high up obstacle course thing. (laughs) Interestingly, that's exactly what it's called on the sign. (laughs) I mean, how would you describe it? It's exactly what you said. A high up obstacle course thing. Clayton makes the requisite tenuous connection between an obstacle course and falling in love. Hmm. And he crosses this walkway thing I wrote, <laughs> and is terrified and is moaning, oh, God, the whole time. And then says, good luck to Serene. He says, mm-hmm. you'll see when you get there. Yeah. And then she gets there and just sort of prances across. It's easily. incredible. It's not natural. This is pretty like funny. Terminator. I would be terrified on that. Yeah. Serene. She. I think that I cannot relate to Serene's to the way in which Serene expresses emotion and not in a way that I don't like. I just find it interesting. And this was just one of many examples. She's on a different emotional plane. Yes. That's not a compliment or an insult. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that her name is Serene. Ooh, that's true, because she does seem for the most part quite serene. Yeah. In a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here too, you know, she says that when she's nervous, she laughs a lot, which I think is very common, but yeah. I still didn't really get nerves from her no. throughout this date. No, I felt like she was almost making believe she was nervous. Yeah. Like she wanted to like, yeah, like she I, was, know, I can't do this without any nerves. So I have to show it. Yeah. She was so comfortable with it. It reminded me a, 
of every other conversation we've seen of her. Like we said last week that Serene is so comfortable with all the cameras on her that it's almost disconcerting. She's, she's just like, like, yeah, she's like the Alex Onhold of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that one. Nice. <laughs> yes. I mean, and also heights, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to some degree. So she's Alex Onhold. She's basically Alex Onhold. Yeah. <laughs> I did think this was really funny, though, how he was all nervous and afraid. And then she was just like, oh, la, 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 well, la. let me tell you something. He was nervous and afraid. And I totally respect that. He wasn't faking it. No. Like, I know people on TV. It's like, oh, come on. Just step off. Thing. Who cares? You got yeah. the straps. We were in the virtual reality. Remember that place we went? The VR? Oh, yeah. Like parlor? Andy, well, first of all, there's a difference because you have a major have a fear of heights. Major fear of That heights. I do not have. But I think Not I, that I'm like, oh, no problem. But we no, did this VR thing where... How, how high up was this? It was like a 30-story building. And 30? That's it? It, it, was, it was high enough that you'd be falling for a long time and definitely be dead. Okay. This is high enough. Okay. And... Uh, you basically walk in virtual reality. Oh, it's called the plank. With the Oculus on. Yeah, the plank. You walk off a building onto like a plank and then you just look down and you have to take a step. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't. Not only could I not do it, I could barely do it with my eyes closed, which by the way, full disclosure, when I did do it, I, my eyes were closed. <laughs> So I feel for Clayton. So now they take turns stepping off an 80-foot ledge. Of course, they're all strapped in. Andy, you said I would be so bad at this. I would be so bad. The only reason I would do it is to not humiliate myself in front of millions of people. Okay. Other than that, there's no way. If there was like 20 people, 20 friends of mine standing down there waiting for me, I would not do it. I would just walk back. I actually respect that. So one time I took a flying trapeze class with two girlfriends Mm -hmm. And we just thought it was a great idea at the time. And then we showed up and it was legit. Like it was very high up. This was yeah, in Toronto, actually. I remember this. And one of the two girlfriends I went with got up there. So she was all strapped in. She and, got up there yep, and she was like, out. Yep. nope. Yep. And no. she unstrapped. She got down and just watched us for the rest of the two hour class. And I was like, I respect that. Absolutely. That takes balls. It, t- yeah. it doesn't take balls to do it. It takes balls to say, I don't want to do that. Yes. Anyway. I agree. And I would be that person as well. (laughs) Okay, so they chat now. Serene says, I feel like conquering that together and just like seeing how you handled it. It's just like more of a testament to how I am falling in love with you. Mm -hmm. (sighs) No, it's not. What? It's not. (laughs) It's It's a lie. Yeah, I like Serene a lot, but I find her so comfortable in this setting that... It's almost like I can't relate to her. Yep. There's something almost robotic and just bachelorette about it. It's like you'd imagine this kind of person would be someone who might take a bunch of fireflies and mush them into their <laughs> face <laughs> and laugh. Well, yeah, and recount the story without any irony whatsoever. None. <laughs> Amazing. Clayton, in the context of her not introducing many guys to her family, says, I feel like we've knocked down all those walls. And I think that'll be apparent, obviously, as we walk in tonight. And she says, I think they're going to love you. So I think it'll be a good night. And he goes, yeah, okay." And then they make out. (laughs) (laughs) The way he said he was like, "Okay." Yeah. It's like it's like it's you're like a pre-feed dinner and you're like, is dessert coming? (laughs) Waiting for a while. Yeah, it felt like a kiss cue. And to me, these little moments between the two of them, we knew Serene was going home. Can I tell you something? This is a this is a a tell in The Bachelor. The more metaphors that are spoken during a date, the less likely that person is going to the 
the end. Wait, what was the metaphor here? The heights. No. Oh. The whole thing with heights. Oh, no, they do that no matter what. And yeah. that's not, and he's told to do that. They feed you that. So when we, I mean, and I was just a contestant, I wasn't the lead, but I, we were prompted at every turn to make some correlation between rolling down a hill in big water-filled bouncy balls like what's the connection between that and falling in love oh, really yeah it's like tumbling down a hill is a lot like falling in love it's a lot of work being on i show. still remember that itm actually the producer i was talking to is named todd and he was like so is tumbling down a hill a lot like falling in love <laughs> and i was like todd really are you gonna make me do that <laughs> and they didn't air that no. That why wouldn't they air that? That no. shows your no, true personality. Instead, instead, someone else did give it to them, and they aired that. See, why wouldn't they air that? I want to see that. Uh, Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> That's why I had no personality on my season. <laughs> Amazing. They screwed you. Well, I mean, I screwed myself, really. <laughs> Fair. So now it's the evening, and they are meeting. Ga- Wait, not Gabby. Serene. Serene's. Yeah, whatever. Either one. <laughs> Next week, it's gonna, not going to matter which name. <laughs> they meet Serene's mom, her brother Roland, and her best friend Melanie. It turns out her dad will not be there. She revealed during that chat earlier that her parents divorced when she was two. Mm. And when they sit down with her family, they describe their relationship. And we quickly get the idea that the tough person in her family will be her brother Roland. Mm-hmm. And I say tough because... He's really not that tough. He's not. (laughs) Clayton chats with Roland. Roland says it's huge that Serene told Clayton about the loss of her grandmother and cousin, as those are still open wounds. Roland asks if Clayton loves Serene. Clayton says that he hasn't told anyone that, and he's not there yet. Serene now chats with her mom. She shows her mom the mason jar with fairy lights as proof of what a good listener Clayton is. (laughs) Her mother seems suitably unimpressed by this. Her mother did the calculus. She's like, so Clayton went to the bottle store. (laughs) I think that her mom realized that a fairy string lights hardly represent fireflies. And also, did Clayton really go and buy those items and put them together? Yeah, no. Can we also talk about the fact that a producer clearly handed this off to Serene for this conversation? It was like, oh, and look what I happen to have here that I brought from Vienna. Yeah. yeah. It was the only thing I brought with me, this and underwear. (laughs) Serene now chats with Roland. He says it's moving really fast and he doesn't want her to get hurt. He says he's seen her hurt in a lot of ways now. And he's been on the phone with her until 3 a.m. while she cried. And Serene responds that she could ask, what if I fall? But instead she's thinking, but what if I fly? She says she's not afraid. And Roland says that's what he's afraid of, that she isn't scared of getting Mm -hmm. hurt again. Mm Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he tearfully says he trusts her and loves her. And she says in her ITM that she's never seen him so emotional, but it was good to hear. Yeah. It, and as she said this, like, it, I don't know. Serene's emotional range just isn't vast. It's not. Yeah. And as her brother is crying and an she's insult. like, it's no. not. She's just very, she's like incre- almost to a fault, even killed. Yes. But also never, she never seems overwhelmed by the moment. Never. No. Even when she's standing on something that I would be pissing my pants on. (laughs) I dig Roland, by the way. No, I I liked him too. I really liked Roland. You know what he reminds me of? He's like, like I'm a boxing fan, Mm -hmm. as most people should know by now. 
But and not another sports fan. Baseball I like, but it's in the past. I was a Yankee fan. They won so many World Series, it's over. I don't need any more World Series. Good so, luck with you guys. But um Roland reminds me of a a boxing trainer oh. who's with a fighter who has a really good chin, can take a punch. Okay. And they're late in the fight and he's getting his just ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And the trainer's just like, listen. I can't let you go out again. Yeah. I mean, I know you're going to go fight, but you, you're not going to win. Like, I can't let you because you're too tough. Yeah. I have to stop it. Yeah. And Roland's trying you to stop her. You don't know how to her. stop yourself. Yeah. Mm. I liked that, Andy. Thanks. I, I landed that one. That was like, a, it was like one of those high <laughs> wind landings you see on YouTube. You got there. Yeah. In general, Serene just doesn't seem to break down the way uh-huh. your average contestant does. And yeah. I both like that about her, but it also never shows that vulnerability in her that makes you really be endeared to her. I agree. I also don't want to play poker with her ever. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they say goodbye to her family and chat out front now. And Serene, right on schedule, says that seeing him with her family solidified that she isn't falling anymore. She's officially in love with him. Did that feel good? That was so good. A month, a month. That was in there. Clayton says he can't stop smiling. That's his response. That was, see, that's what I went with the first time. So, and now Andy, this is when I looked over at you and you were watching this grinning from ear to ear. Mm. And you said either he loves being told girls love him or he's a cold motherfucker. (laughs) You're talking about shaft. What? Oh, never mind. What's that? uh, um, Shaft. The, the movie. I, I Shaft? Knew, Shaft was a movie. It was a, it was. Oh my a, God, you have a New York accent when you say Shaft. Shaft? You go Shaft. 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 Just say Shaft. Okay, say water. I, I know how to do it both ways. You want me to do okay. a New York accent? Yeah. Okay, I'll do the New York accent okay. first. Water. Okay. Water. Oh. Okay. Okay, so versatile. So Shaft. <laughs> shaft. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's to say shaft very appropriately is ridiculous. It's like calling 50 cents, 50 cents. <laughs> I just actually did that twice. <laughs> it's like calling 50 cent, 50 cent. Anyway, um, I love point, how it was plural the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's two, two cents. It's a double, it's a duo. Um, anyway, my point is shaft or shaft. <laughs> That's not the Jewish version of shaft. Shaft. <laughs> Um, I'm Jewish. I can say that. Anyway, just <laughs> once again, I remind you. Um, Shaft yeah. was a black exploitation film from the 70s, mm-hmm. which starred a very badass detective or whatever, PI, okay. who went around just kicking ass. Okay. But the most important thing about Shaft was it had one of the greatest soundtracks of any film of all time. Oh. Get the Curtis Mayfield soundtrack to Shaft. It is absolutely unbelievable most people probably have it or they're familiar with it but it's incredible and one of the songs is the title song shaft and it's it's just incredible there's a lot of that's what she said jokes to be made about this by the way oh because of shaft yeah oh the title song is called shaft Listen, it's uh, you don't make that's what she said jokes about something that's that obvious. Oh, I'm sorry. Pardon you me. Can't. It has to be more subtle. Come okay, on. Okay. Have some respect. But um the title song Shaft, mm-hmm. it at one point in the song, 
like there's two choruses like working off each other. It's such a great song. I'm and really expecting a big payoff for this, by the way. It's not going to be a big payoff. <laughs> I'm just explaining something. It's going to be very boring. But one guy, the guys say, Shaft, he's a bad mother. And before they say what, you know, that you think they're going to yeah. say, the chorus of females enters and say, hey, watch what you're talking about. You're talking about Shaft. Like, it's like, take it easy. Don't disrespect Shaft. Okay. Wow, that was the whitest explanation ever. But <laughs> that, is, uh, that is what I'm talking about. Wait, so the connection here is that you called Clayton a cold mother, and then I should say, oh, be careful what you say about our venerable bachelor. Yes. Okay. All right. So this ties into what you said earlier, where you think that Clayton likes being told that he's being fallen in love with. And do you still feel that way? I do think he does. I think he really gets tickled by it. But I also think that he's giving what he thinks is also an appropriate response. Mm -hmm. I think it's two. It's both. You can have both. I sense more a feeling of guilt from Clayton. And that's partly why he is not willing to say the L word because he doesn't want to hurt people any more than he already will be. And so there's like, he's just being super, super polite. You know what? I I have to say once in a while, I have to turn on my opinion. Uh I'm going to go back. I think you're right. (laughs) I, 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 it's happens. This happens. It's a flow. It's a flow. Okay. I think you're right. I'm going to take it back. I I feel like I can change your mind about anything when it comes to this show. Just some things, but, but a lot of things. (laughs) I think you're right. I think, but I, I do think that he enjoys being told that people are falling in love I with him. Think but I think mainly, mainly he's trying to ease the tension as gentlemanly as possible. If I put myself in his shoes, I think 5% would be, okay, ego stroke. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, yeah. oh, how nice. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. lovely. And then 95% would be like, uh How can I make this as, as easy as possible? Yeah. For this person yeah. and for everybody. We had some of that from Katie as well, that that feeling of like of her taking on the pain of the people she was hurting. Yeah. And I get a little bit of that. You're, you're from right. Clayton. I would almost go as far as saying that before he we went on the show, he probably practiced lines like of what he would say when people told him they were falling in love with like, him. Like, I can't stop smiling right now. Yeah. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> I can't stop smiling right now. That's going to be, he's going to be doing like a Pepsi commercial. I can't stop smiling right now. <laughs> it's so quickly going in dark direction. <laughs> uh, like he's like crying. <laughs> he's like tears straight. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> it's like a, like an Applebee's. He's like, I can't stop smiling right now. Andy, I've got to say, my favorite ads are the ones where we were already using the product I that we're mean, advertising. Come on. And Squarespace, by the way, we had already been using for years. Both of us separately. We first used Squarespace after having seen an ad on the subway. Don't New York you? City subway, by the way, great place to advertise. <laughs> totally. It yeah. works. So Squarespace, in case you have been living under a rock, is a magnificent website and platform dedicated to making beautiful websites with little to no actual skill. It's a life hack, really. It's too easy. It, whenever I use Squarespace, I always think to myself, like, oh, now everyone can have a good website. <laughs> like, I've got no advantage anymore. 
What I love about Squarespace in particular is whether you have a blog or you just want like a portfolio site, let's say you're an artist, or let's say you have an e-commerce site, you're selling product, they really do have every possible product feature you could need. So their blog functions are fantastic. I've been using Squarespace for years for mine. Or let's say you provide a service, so you wanna do appointment scheduling, you could do appointment scheduling. You could do an entire online e-commerce site with checkout and everything. You have your blog, you have your analytics, you have gorgeous albums. Really, it's really plug and play. Yeah. They have all these templates and you just plug in your content, your information, your photos, and you instantly have a gorgeous website. Like you said, it's not fair. <laughs> no, not everyone should have a great website. <laughs> you got to be able to compare your website to other people's websites and say, my website's better. <laughs> What's going to happen when they're all Squarespace websites? Yeah, the tide of Squarespace raises all ships. <laughs> So head to squarespace.com slash Shandy for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use promo code Shandy for 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. So that's squarespace.com slash Shandy. So we're home for a brief moment, Andy. Yes. And how are you feeling? I'm feeling... Uh, cozy? Cozy. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> Stole my thunder. I am feeling cozy. Cozy. Yes. Also sleeping very well with our cozy earth sheets. Amazingly well. In case you guys are new around here, we love our bed sheets. We could shout from the rooftops about how much we love our cozy earth sheets. They are made from viscose from bamboo, meaning they're super, 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 super soft mm -hmm. and silky and temperature regulating. How many of you guys love to wake up damp <laughs> that's all i that's all i'm asking mm -hmm. night sweats have been your nemesis for yeah. quite some time ever since i've known you and cozy earth really does have a cooling technology i don't really know how it works but it really has made a difference it breathes it breathes and not to get too graphic but the it, the proof is in the pudding because the sheets haven't turned a certain shade oh god <laughs> The way that past ones have. And after not very long, too. Like other ones, it just took a couple months. And I was like, ooh. I'm not sure everybody <laughs> listening needs to know the color of my sheets. <laughs> the, the, the unintended color of my sheets. And also two things absolutely worth mentioning. Cozy Earth has a 100 night sleep trial, meaning you can buy the sheets, sleep on them. And if you decide that you do not like them or they are not for you, you can send them back. And second, Cozy Earth sheets have been on Oprah's most favorite things list for several years in a row. Mm -hmm. Oprah knows what she's talking about. I mean, about. we don't, do we even have to do this? No. <laughs> but we do it. So our audience can save 35% on Cozy Earth, but hurry because that offer ends soon. Don't wait. Go to CozyEarth.com and use our promo code SHANDY to save 35%. That's CozyEarth.com, promo code SHANDY. CozyEarth.com. Okay, so now we are finally at Rachel's hometown, and this is in Claremont, Florida. Mm -hmm. And as Clayton walks towards her, she mock asks, are you going to jump? I love this self-aware nature of all this. Me too. Of her standing there. And of course, she's told to stand still as he walks towards her. And she's like, are you going to jump? There's such an awareness that that meta factor that I always talk about of them being aware of what normally happens in this situation. And how cute was it when he jumped onto her? Yeah. Jokingly, of right, course. Right, right, right. I just thought this was really cute. Was cute. They got, look, these, it's so obvious. Come on. Obvious. Believe it or not, it's pretty rare to have anyone reference 
what normally happens in the situation that they are currently experiencing. It's going to become more common. It's going to get to the point where it becomes too common. That's my concern is that everyone's <laughs> going to start referencing everything. So it's going to be, it's going to become so meta that we'll find non-meta references refreshing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to happen. Two more seasons. Okay. So it turns out Rachel's losing her voice, which is somehow yeah, why? adorable. Why aren't we giving an explanation mm. about that? It makes us, you don't always get an explanation for a lost voice. Trust me. But what, but, but like, I want to know now, like it's, it makes it like the elephant in the room. Why did she lose her voice? I want to know what happened. She could have just had a cold and then just shouted too much. <laughs> mm, nice. Got to the bottom yeah. of that. <laughs> Old Sherlock Holmes at work. <laughs> so Rachel takes him to a clear bottomed canoe. Actually, it's just clear all over. Mm-hmm. And tells them that they're in Central Florida. So there are alligators and black bears and snakes along this stream they will be canoeing down. So cue the danger music as Clayton says, so we're not safe on water or land, okay? (laughs) And she goes, no. There is such a meta element to them together on this show. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because they're so relaxed because they know that this is it, that they can just make jokes about the show. There's no tension. They know this is it. So you think it indicates a level of comfort together? Yeah, they're both like... It's a given. It's like if you want to take it to an extreme, this is going to be a very... Just work with me here. Okay. Human beings. Yeah. The human race. We do the stupidest things. We, we like entertain ourselves. We have movies and parks. We go on vacations. We do like have There's games. There's high up obstacle course games. things. There's high up obstacle. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And meanwhile, animals, like all they can think about is like food, shelter, babies, bathroom. protection. They don't even dying. think about bathroom, actually. A bathroom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, raccoons like, oh, God, I've been holding it in for like two hours. It's like seven garbage cans. There's not a single bathroom here. Anyway, my point is, is that what humans have gone to the point where they so don't worry about about being eaten by other animals or, you know, dying imminently by anything yeah. that they've created this whole thing. Look at everything. What yeah. we do is crazy. Yeah. That's where they are now. They're yeah. at the point where they've risen above animals mm-hmm. and they can now just joke and have fun with everything. Oh, I like that one, Andy. Good one. Approved. They now canoe and we see some B-roll footage of an alligator. I doubt the alligator was actually in the same scene, no, but yeah. that's okay. It was in a zoo somewhere. Not only, they couldn't even get a big alligator. They went to a zoo for a baby alligator. Oh, were you not impressed with the alligator? I would tangle with that alligator. That wasn't a scary alligator. Uh, they see a huge spider also, I think, from a separate take. That's Probably, okay, though. Yeah. Uh, and so Clayton has a big reaction to yeah, the spider. I and Andy, too. you said it has babies on it. It does. And they talk about how big the spider was. And Andy, you said, no, it was all babies. <laughs> I mean, it was. Did you want to keep that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so you think a lot of the size of the spider was the babies? I think that I'm one of the few people who recognize the fact that those were all babies. I think most people wouldn't get that. I think I'm educating our fans to the fact that that spider had probably a thousand babies on its abdomen. So the babies are on the outside? A spider walks around with all its babies on it. Yeah, that's what spiders do. Spiders are, are insane. They're, they're crazy. So the animal. babies are are they already hatched? Yeah, they're little tiny, literally mini spiders, the yeah. size of like a, it's like nothing, and they're all attached to the mother. As a matter of fact, it's really interesting. Was a spider is a bug? Mm-hmm. It's an arachnid. It's in the insect family. Yeah, and 
they really care pretty intensely for their young and they have so many of them. But generally when you have a thousand babies as an animal, you don't really give a shit about them. <laughs> yeah, you just have them and you get on with your business. I think you care about them as a whole. But you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, it's over. You like you just want to get it out. It's the same way as passing like a stool. You're just done. It's it's hard. It was you got it out. It's over. Okay. But with a spider, they have a strong mothering instinct. They they all the babies go on. They 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 hang out on the spider, mm-hmm. and then eventually they get old enough and they go on their own way. It's like Charlotte's Web. In Charlotte's Web, where I learned about this, she had all the babies on her abdomen too, and then she died. Spiders die after they have all their babies. So this spider was about to die. The spider was nearing death, but also experiencing the joy of of motherhood. <laughs> Andy, so educational today. Yes, yes. A lot of a lot of animal knowledge I'm, yes, I'm bestowing on the Shandies. Seriously, some may be wrong, but. <laughs> Again, this is not a news channel, so it's not my fault. If there's one thing we know about our Shandies by now is if you are wrong, they will tune in to tell you. That's true. Yep. Yeah, I can't get away with anything. Yeah, our inbox is full with every kiss begins with K. You know, that really pisses me off because obviously every kiss begins with K. (laughs) Obviously, it's something that begins with K. Yeah. How did I miss that? I don't know. I know it's every kiss begins with K. Yeah. It's hard. You're recording on the spot. It's not my fault. (laughs) And for those who didn't catch that, this is from Thursday's Q&A. So yeah. we're not talking about a recap right yeah, now. I'll else. link it. Anyway. Okay. So they come upon a kissing tree now and make out and then they undress and go for a swim and then make out like crazy. Mm. There's some horizontal making Ooh, out. That's some, that's some steamy making Their out. Their chemistry is insane. I, I got to admit, I got I got a little, a little heated it's up. It's hot. This. Yeah. It's, it's getting to the point where... It, like, it's almost weird that they don't take their clothes off. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're the only relationship that I feel is at the point where, okay, get a fantasy suite. It's like, time. I, I the time s- is now. This is one of the rare times where I want to see the fantasy suite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much? I said what people are thinking. They're not supposed to say that, right? I don't know if people are thinking that. Oh, just me thinking that? Okay. It's okay. We know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Thank you. Yeah. It's more for completion's sake. Yes. Completion. (laughs) Okay, so they chat now, and Rachel warns him that her dad will likely be his toughest. Again, notice this meta language. Yeah. It's not like, oh, my dad will be tough. No. It's my dad will be your toughest dad. Yes, of the final four. Yes. The NCAA final four. This will be your toughest seed. (laughs) I love how she does this. She does it so subtly, but it's so satisfying Mm -hmm. to have this reference to like, I know that you've met three other families. My dad's going to be the toughest of the ones you're meeting it's great she, you don't get this this is again comfort they have reached humanity mm-hmm. they are now humans above the animals they need not worry about <laughs> daily survival about finding the bathroom that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me excuse me grizzly bear do you know where the restroom is 
Clayton says that he's almost welcoming the tough questions and that he'll be happy if he ends the night with a handshake and a quote, he's not that bad. Okay, so now it's the evening. They meet Rachel's mom, Mary, her dad, Tony, and her best friends, Sam and Nate. And right off the bat, we get extremely foreboding music. There's a voiceover of Rachel's here saying, quote, my dad has not been the most welcoming presence for anyone I've brought home. And as they chat with the family, Clayton reveals that Rachel often gives him the, quote, I have you wrapped around my finger look. <laughs> I thought this was cute. It's very cute. I do think she has them wrapped around her finger. The hundred percent. There was something I said, I didn't actually make a note of it, but there was something I said that this is making me think of. Last night when we were watching, I was like, Rachel really has an element of femininity to her. Oh my gosh. She's super feminine and she's the one in control. Yes. In their relationship. Yes. She's the one in power, even though. She, would, you, would you say that she's the pilot? <laughs> Excellent, Andy. Thank you. Sam says that she's never seen Rachel look so happy and glowing. And we see a shot of Tony wiping a tear away here. No, Tony. Yeah. Tough guy with a, with, a, with a heart. Yeah. Rachel chats with Nate and she says every time she's with Clayton, she feels like the only person there. Though Nate says, but two months from now, who's going to be here to pick up the pieces? <laughs> the realist. <laughs> Clayton chats with Sam now. Sam says that she's never seen Rachel glow like this. And she warned Rachel before leaving not to get her heart broken because she's seen it before. And it's really sad. And it's not who Rachel is. And she's going to lose her trust if that happens. So Clayton now chats with Tony. And Tony in his ITM reveals that he heard about an argument between Rachel and her ex once. And the way he dealt with it was to ask if Rachel wanted him to beat the guy up. Mm. Ooh, he's so scary. He is. I mean, I wouldn't want Tony wanting to beat me up. That's true. So as Clayton sits with Tony, Andy, you said four blues about, <laughs> about Tony's shirt. It's like I went, to the, I went to the paint store the other day and I saw those, those four color swatches. He's like... You got anything like that in a shirt? <laughs> Every shade you could possibly want. Mm -hmm. There's lots of buildup to this tense conversation, the so-called tense conversation. Tony asks what Clayton knows about Rachel beyond exotic locations and all the pizzazz. Mm -hmm. And he says, do you know her dreams? And Clayton says he knows about her past relationships and her passion to be a pilot and that he loves her independence. And Tony says he, she's wanted to be a pilot since eighth grade. And what if she wants to work in Europe for a year, for example? Clayton says, I'm not going to waste this opportunity. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll move. I'll go wherever it makes sense to go. I had to point out, I will do whatever it takes. I will sense. move. Yeah. He wasn't like, I would move. No, it's not conditional. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolute. Yeah. Tony says he doesn't want to see Rachel get hurt. And there are three other girls. He says he watches them interact and it's like there's no one else there. Clayton admits he will be hurting people and it's actually not fun to be in his position. I agree, actually. You see the way he's saying that, though. He's like, I'm going to be hurting people. But he wouldn't be telling Tony that. I mean, Tony would kick his oh. ass if he was hurting his daughter. <laughs> Literally. He's saying, I will be hurting people. Not yeah. your daughter. Clayton says, but you end up meeting someone like Rachel and it's worth it. Mm -hmm. This language. He yes. wasn't saying this to anyone else. There's never been a more obvious winner. No. Ever. Clayton says he wouldn't be there if he didn't see a future with Rachel. And Tony says he can't give his blessing until he speaks with Rachel. And if she gives him a good word, he'll pat Clayton on the arm as he shakes his hand goodbye. <laughs> 
Now Rachel chats with her dad. She says she's never met someone who truly sees her and has shown her there's a possibility of someone who could, and she drifts off. And Tony finishes her sentence mm-hmm. with, be with you instead of in front of you. Mm. This was cute. He finished her sentence for her. He did. They are very connected. I yeah. I mean, for all the previews we got of what a terrible person he is, I actually thought that he was, he was like a tough teddy bear. Yeah. He was, I've seen way tougher dads than him yes, on the show. Seriously. Rachel asks if he liked Clayton and he says that Clayton was very nice. Rachel says that his opinion has always meant the most to her and she wants him to be proud of her. And he says through tears, I'm very proud of you. Mm. And he says, if he's what you want, I'm all for it. Very, Overall, this was super cute. Very cute. Extremely cute. Tony in his ITM now says that he saw his daughter happier than he'd seen in a long time and he wasn't going to do anything to spoil the party. <laughs> no ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of love here. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Very cute. As they say farewell, Clayton gets his pat on the arm. Yeah, but the cameraman screwed it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All we got to do. He had one job. One job to Catch. get that arm pat. Yeah. Didn't get it. Instead, it was hidden behind Clayton's yeah. body. It's an assumed arm pat. Yeah, yeah. We got a replay of yeah. not seeing it. I like the pat. way we get, we get the sepia tone version <laughs> of not seeing it. And now they chat outside and Rachel says seeing him with her family makes her feelings for him even stronger and she's falling even harder. And as they kiss farewell, we get some tense dramatic music and an ITM of Clayton's where he says he's surprised by how well it went and that Rachel could absolutely absolutely be his wife. He says her family feared for her getting heartbroken because they don't want to see her like that again. And he says he's had this conversation more than once now, and it doesn't make him feel good. Hmm. He says, quote, you almost wish the feelings weren't as strong, so it would be easier to cut ties. I totally, I totally feel that. Yeah. He says it's like breaking three hearts to make one happy. I think that he feels bad. And I think that ties into him not saying the L word loosely. I agree. Yeah. He has a heart. Yeah. There you go. The bachelor with a heart. <laughs> Another piece of the Clayton puzzle. <laughs> okay. So. It's like operation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's the other way around. It's like. Oh, you're right. Operation, you're pulling it out? Yeah. I like operation. I hated operation. Really? I always lost. Oh, I was very good at it. You are so obviously good at operation. Yeah. I have a good hand-eye coordination from all my video games. It's true. Charlene is amazingly good at video games. She beats me 99% of the time in any game, even if it's the dumbest game in the world, where it's like one button you press, <laughs> which I'm, by the way, amazingly good at. Okay, so now we're in Los Angeles. Clayton has a chat with Jesse. Clayton says that in the beginning, he was guarding himself, but he doesn't want to hold back anymore. He admits that he's falling in love with all the women in different capacities. And, Clay- <laughs> and Jesse's like, really? To me, this sort of felt like he was... Maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I could be giving him too much credit. I just got the feeling that it was like, you're being too guarded. We need you to have a chat. Say that you're you're letting the walls down, you're falling yeah, in love. Yeah. It's not enough for you to not say you're falling in love with at least one, if not two women here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's doing the best he can to appease everybody. Yes. And to not be a dick. Mm-hmm. He says, I think it's only right that I give them my all because they've certainly given me their all. Yeah. And in return for them giving me their all, I will destroy three of them. <laughs> So now we have a rose ceremony, getting roses, Susie, Gabby, and Rachel, Mm. which means that Serene is going home. 
Not surprising. No. So Clayton apologizes to Serene. She looks furious. She asks what it was, if it was something she said, and he says it was nothing she had done or said, but he simply had other stronger connections. Serene in her limo says that she gave it her all and she can feel herself closing back up. No tears. And Andy, no. you said a very on-brand, non-teary-eyed exit. Yeah. Well, this exit was very on-brand. Serene mm. was serene until the very end. Even her in her state of anger, it's like there's a cap. There's a lid on how emotive she becomes. It's yeah. interesting. I, I wonder don't if not that's, like it. I wonder if that's just the way she is or that's a defensive mechanism. Who knows? Yeah. And she did say early on that she has a hard time expressing her emotions. And I can see that being the case, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so and now we have our credits. Gabby basically makes fun of Clayton's hairy toes and says that he should shave them. I wrote, mm. she's an endearing nut. Indeed. So that brings us to the end of Hometown Week, Andy. Zero forevers with the word watch. Very close. Yeah. They were flirting with it. Yes, at one point Clayton said an everlasting love. Mm. It sounded like he was going to say forever love. He was like everlasting love yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) very close yep and then actually in the preview for the rest of the season jesse did say forever doesn't count that doesn't count does not count it has to be in the episode proper so that leaves us at a whopping zero 101 guesses for zero wow we've had back-to-back zeros yes so you know what's going to come next (laughs) a layup So congratulations to Rafa Velasquez. You are the happy winner of a... Hello, Tushy Bidet. Yay. So please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Not bad. I mean, that's one out of 101. It's it's even harder than one out of 100. (laughs) By one out of 100. So Andy, what word have you decided should be next week's Word Watch word? The word... That will be next week's Word Watch is intimate. Ooh, that'll be interesting. And intimacy does not count. No. And so if you would like to join in the Dear Shandy Word Watch fun and have a chance to win a... Hello, Tushy Bidet. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you need a bidet in your life, in your bathroom. Who doesn't? Because we are no longer animals who don't think about bathrooms. Thank you. We have now risen above humans. Yes. We have now risen to the bidet level. (laughs) If you are a truly elevated human, you should own a bidet. Yes. And you have a chance to win one for free by playing the Dear Shandy. Do you usually win things for money? (laughs) (laughs) You have won the opportunity to pay a hundred bucks for a Hello Tushy bidet. Just let me get to the end of this, Andy. (laughs) So if you would like to join in the fun of the Dear Shandy Word Watch game, you can submit your guess for how many times you think the word intimate will be uttered in episode nine. Women tell all does not count. So this is only episode nine. Mm-hmm. You can submit your guess either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap using the numeral, whatever that may be, the number of times you think the word intimate will be uttered. I'm going with three. Oh, really? That's your That's guess? That's my guess. Okay. Yeah. okay moving on andy to our predictions who do you think is winning i mean we both agree it's rachel of course yes okay so we both have rachel in our top spot i don't think any explanation is necessary Mm -mm -mm. and so in our second spot and i say our because i know we're on the same page we both think Susie Susie, is gonna be second Mm -hmm. whether or not she self-eliminates either way okay which means that we both think gabby is going home Mm -hmm. do you want to try to explain this I don't think it needs explanation. Yeah, I he think we said it. He just clearly 
as I said, she's getting Rodney. She's a full Rodney. <laughs> yeah. Which is not a bad place to be. It's a great place to be. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a wrap then for I this week. I think it is. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. And generally... Do everything you can do to support a roving international <laughs> podcast. International? National at this point. But National, may, but it will be at some point. May This podcast may become international this, will go this summer when yes. I have to sing in Germany. We'll see. Yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> so that's that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Yeah.